As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This, This is, is your, your dose, dose of daily, daily market, market wisdom, wisdom with master, master trader Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com. Welcome, and this is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz. Today is August 3rd, 2020, and this is show number 89. Nick, we're having another Monday rally. Another Monday rally, Kerry. It seems like every Monday we, we wake up, the markets are up across the board, and today's no exception. The only problem is the rest of the week is usually a pretty choppy week, and we get a lot of backing and filling. So we'll see if that occurs once more, but it seems to be the pattern. Yeah, definite pattern, and then it kind of struggles for the rest of the week, and then yeah, what happens after that? <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of, you know, a lot of churning and burning, but really going nowhere. But um, nonetheless, markets are up today, so we'll, we'll take what they give us. All right, so what sector is we looking at? So today, um, well, before we even get into sectors, we may as well talk about Microsoft. That, that seems to be the big news out here, that they're going to buy Chinese uh, app TikTok. I guess they have about 45 days to make a formal offer. So that really set things in motion this morning. But um, we have technology leading across the board. So the NASDAQ today is up about 1.28%. Not a bad day overall. Apple is uh, catching a big, big bid. Obviously, they announced after earnings they're going to split their stock four for one. And um, again, stock's up another $15 today. So it looks like Apple's going to run up into that stock split at the end of the month. And um, you know we'll see where it goes from there. But um, again, it's getting very, very overbought and extended here, but that doesn't seem to bother the market at this stage of the game. Yeah, I guess all of those, uh, all that liquidity sloshing around, speaking of which, it looks like they're well on their way to extending the $600 per week uh, unemployment bonus. Looks like they're going to come to some type of deal today, at least from the headlines. I'm not sure you know, what's going to be in there. But, you know, it's it's that time of year, right, where they uh, – it looks like um, Nancy Pelosi said the Democrats will only negotiate on a $600 enhanced employment if the unemployment rate declines. So stimulus package must include funding for election security. This is coming from CNN. So we'll, we'll see what comes out of it. But, you know, there's going to be more money thrown at this thing uh, in the near term. I think we'll see another PPP in uh... – or small business relief? 
I don't know. Um, you know, originally there was supposed to be a payroll tax cut, but um, that doesn't look like that's going to fly anytime soon. So we'll, we'll see. I, I think they're just probably going to throw more money to uh, to the citizens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, small businesses have just gotten killed by, you know, by the shutdown and by the refusal to end the shutdown. Yeah, well, small businesses are the lifeline of the United States and, and really of any country that has any significant uh, wealth. So it, it really is horrific to see what we've seen. The only answer is to open up, open up fully, go right back to opening this, this economy up 100% and stop with all these, you know, rules, regulations. And, you know, now we're finding out, you know, a lot of these, uh, all of these things that are being said are, are really false. You got to open up the economy. We've been saying that since March. And um, again, I'm sticking with that. Yeah. And uh, we're seeing, you know, there was something wrong with those numbers. Uh, the increase, I'm just not buying the second wave theory. And it looks like it's starting to go down again. And I guess we're just going to have to see what happens. But, you know, originally, Nick, when they did this, it was going to be uh, for two weeks, the shutdown, just to flatten the curve. Now the curve has been flattened. And so has uh, the middle class along with the curve. They've flattened businesses, they've flattened people, they've flattened livelihoods, they've flattened lives. And um, you could just say that really across the board. Things have been flattened uh, dramatically across the board, and it's disgraceful. Um, you got to open up the economy, you got to get people back to work, people that are in uh, need of, of, of staying away or, or isolating themselves, they should do that. But everybody else got to get back to work. That's really, you're going to have a much bigger problem on your hands going forward. And the debt, people don't realize that, okay, today we could handle it, but um, I don't know if you're going to be able to handle it in 10 years from now. Yeah, that's a good question. Or maybe even three years from now, who knows? Eventually it's going to knock the stuffing out of the purchasing value of the dollar, purchasing power. And then we're going to have huge problems. So, and that uh, partly explains what's going on with gold and silver, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And gold and silver, again today, I mean, they started the day out a little on the weaker side, but they've come back to the flat line. In fact, you have silver actually trading in the green now by about, um, you know, eight-tenths of 1%. So it, it's quite remarkable that gold and silver just do not give anything back. And if they go sideways here, Kerry, they're setting up for another leg higher. Yeah, I think either way, they might take a, might have a pullback or, or they might go sideways. But either way, I think uh, the future is pretty certain here. Yeah, I, the only thing that concerns me now is everybody's on the same side of the boat. Um, I'd like to see some of the weak hands get shaken out. And then, you know, I do believe gold and silver, as you know, and we've been saying that forever on here, that it goes significantly higher down the road. Yep, yep, no doubt. Uh, I had one person who said, uh, I didn't believe that uh, up for the velocity, aren't we? We sure are. And that, that doesn't seem to uh, be changing anytime soon. So um, again, watch these patterns, watch these charts. They tell you everything you really need to know, to be honest. And um, again, that's what I'll be paying attention to. Not so much the talking heads in the media. Yeah. Well, they've always, they've got their opinions and their opinions are usually, usually wrong. Uh, any sectors standing out here that look uh, good for a potential re-entry? Well, tech has been the strong uh, strong area, but one area that I'm looking at real closely now, Kerry, is the financial stocks. And I know um, they've been really beaten down and battered, 
but we're seeing a move today in bond yields. And um, I've been very, very bullish, as you know, saying that I think bond yields have bottomed in March and they only have one place to go, which is higher. And the fact is, who's going to really want to own Treasury? So today we got a little pop in bond yields. Um, if bond yields get moving, that's going to be a, a precursor for the financials to get moving to the upside. So that's an area that I have on my uh, radar right now. I'm watching these financial stocks pretty closely. Uh, how high can they allow the bond yield to get, though, Nick? Well, that's the million-dollar question. But do you really know if they could even stop it when it starts to move? You know, that that's really what's going to come into play. So, uh, again, they might be able to, you know, buy buy treasuries. They, but can they go in there and really manipulate the 10-year or the 30-year treasury, uh, the 10-year note? I'm not so sure they could do that. So, again, um, you know, we see bond yields low. But when they get started, um, they can move rather quickly if we've if we've learned anything from the past. And cyclically speaking, you know, we're at a time where bond prices it's themselves should be topping out, meaning higher yields are on the horizon. Yeah, so you think that you think we're actually going to see the peak in this? I guess it's a 40 year move, uh, Nick. It's actually a 60 year move. Um, and, and I do think I do think that bond yields are topping that that's. You know, from my work, from what I've done, um, I've looked at every bond market I could ever look at. Uh, I do think it's in the works. And, and sometimes this is how it happens, you know, where everybody just gets brainwashed. They, they think they can never go up again. And then they make that big, big move. All right. Well, I think we're going to leave it at that for today. It's a, just another summer Monday, I guess. This is the pattern for the summer. If you want to go take a look at Nick's site in themoneystocks.com and the Twitter feeds at ITMS, at NickSantiago01, and at Kerry Lutz. Questions, comments, feedback, what have been your experiences, just email us, kl at kerrylutz.com. And Nick, we will pick up where we left off tomorrow. Sounds good. And so concludes another episode of Daily Market Wisdom with Master Trader Nick Santiago. Be sure to go to his website, InTheMoneyStocks.com. Don't forget the Twitter feeds, at ITMS and at NickSantiago01. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.